Hey y'all, we are back for another week of this uh, podcast, and you know what? Let's just address the elephant in the room. Week. (laughs) (laughs) Last week, baby, we really got into the side business or you know, you know, business conversation. And baby, Anchor said goodnight. Like she didn't even allow us to properly end the episode. Um, and I would like to personally thoroughly apologize to the listeners who were like, damn, they didn't even finish their thought. They didn't even tell us they was leaving. They oh, just we didn't know we were leaving. We didn't. Like we really <laughs> intended. We were actually, if you were listening, we were trying to wrap it up. And the girl, she just said no, good night. So um I do want to apologize for that. So hopefully we will not have that happen in the future. Also, we started this at Mercury Lemonade. Um, for those of you who do not know, Mercury has a lot to do with communications. Um, and she's, you know, she's not working in choices and stuff. And she's not giving us what, what needs to be gave with this, uh, you know, electronic situation. So um, I do want to apologize for that. So yeah, cute. Let's, we you know, proceed. We realize that we even ended yeah, and, and then also, um, not to cut you off, but we also don't edit. Like, I think this is something that I bought over for my YouTube days where I don't like to edit. And it was very um, hard to figure out. And Stefan, we do this at a distance. So <laughs> Stefan is not here on my phone to show me. And he, he doesn't know how to do it either. So we're kind of like, ah! Um, so we did not decide to edit or add like a little mini part because I think all the time that we had, I guess, had been taken. So... And we also just assumed that we would be back this week to uh, explain explain the the technical difficulties. But we'll keep we will continue to keep this as short and sweet for your morning, afternoon, nightly, midday commute. Okay, so get into it. Into this issue. That's all. That's the vibes. Um. So, how was your week? What's the surprise? Mine. Again, I have a child in here, so excuse me. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, what was this week? This week was Contra. I'm sorry. It's fine. I just what? realized no. you weren't talking to me when you asked something. Yeah, I was. I was asking what your week was like. And then Cam oh. came and said something about mom. I got surprised for you and came out here with his blue light blocking glasses on. He can't find his real glasses, so. Either here nor there, but back into our friends' work. <laughs> that speaks into uh, what we're talking about today. But anyway, um, no, this week was trash, but it's fine. Why? It and I had to break it off with the person that I went on a date with last week. It Excuse was, me? I know. It <laughs> is my life. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, it's my life. Um, I just, I guess. I will quickly go into it. I won't make a big spectacle of, spectacle of it because <laughs> this is my dating life. Yes, it um, is. But essentially, this person told me that I did something that was disrespectful, um, which I had no clue of. And this was two days later. And then told me that it made it seem like all I was looking for was sex. Um, which if you know me and, uh, which most of my friends know, well, no, all of my friends know me well enough to know that that is never my MO. Um, 
And so then he told me that, and I just was like, well, you clearly don't know me, even at a baseline of what I thought. So that situation is not done. Dang. Yeah. I am so sorry about that. I can't, you know what? The dating really trash for real <laughs> and I'm going to hold you I'm not going to hold you and I think we talked about this last week Um, I am in a long term relationship but one of the reasons why I'm still in this relationship outside of the love I have for this person is that it is VVVV ghetto uh-huh. and you know me and my friend have had some very um, lengthy conversations about relationships and dating as a person who is a responsible adult. You know what I mean? It's very hard um, to find single people who are also um, responsible adults who also have the same sexual interests as you, who also... (laughs) Let me just... It's it's dumb. It really is dumb. And I had to laugh because I don't want to cry. Because it doesn't make any fucking sense. So, how hard it is let me just express and again i'm completely off topic but that's okay it's fine um let me express to you how i don't know if it's just seemingly unapproachable or not attractive i don't know what it is with me but i went to a party last night get into it and one of my very best friends like probably the third oldest best friend that I have. We've been friends for like a decade. Um, we actually over a decade. No. Anyway, it doesn't matter. No, it's over a decade. It's been like 13 years. Ooh. Anyway. Get into it. Um, she has a boss who is gay and is married. And I'm not sure if they have some like open situation or whatever, but very flirtatious. Which, you know, whatever. I don't knock anybody. They're adorable. So I was like, you know what? Do y'all. Um, my One of my other best friends who I've been friends with, with for close to a decade, straight guy, love him, um, ends up getting the one boss's number. Oh! Um, and none of us are really sure how that happened, why it happened, but all I said was, because they left and we, we stuck around to help clean, them up, clean up after the party. And I was like, how is it possible that even at a party where it is known that I'm the gay one and there were other gay ones, that my straight best friend who came with his, one of his girls got this gay dude's number? How does this reflect listen i did literally we i literally just said that like it seems like it's like the golden egg and you might get like pyrite which is like fool's gold but it's never the golden egg and then you do find people who you're attracted to and you really want to be with but they're not the same orientation as you and then it's just like or the situation like you said where you go out with people and then they're completely attracted to the person that's not even attracted like what Yes. How? I was like, this doesn't make no sense. And I could, I, I can't, even the day later, I still can't make sense of it. 
There so. is no sense to be made, beloved. There is no <laughs> sense to be made. You know, I, I just, we are going to have a Pride episode um, next week. I do want to unpack Pride and sexual orientation, um, sexuality, and how that really, you know, is impacts a person. Um, oh my God, I'm so excited for that episode. Pride episode. So, um, I know I'm so excited about that. I bought mm. rainbow print leggings and I feel very, very ghetto for that. Yes. And I also yes. bought a pride type of t shirt and I really feel very ghetto for that as well. But we'll see once I get to the party. We'll, we'll see the vibes. Yeah. And we'll, we will have a full conversation about pride and what it means to be. A part of our alphabet soup that is. Come on, get into the LGBTQ LMNOP plus <laughs> culture, and you know I love I love the girls and the guys and the people who are in between. Um, and that is my own personal running joke that I do. Um, however, my week to get back on topic here. Yes. Um, my week was very very slow. I personally have been trying to work on rest. And I know I mentioned in the last episode, and I'm going to get better at putting the links because I finally have Stefan's link tree so that you can find him and contact him, shameless plug. Um, I also was able to put my own link tree because I literally was like, okay, I'm writing this up. Let me just put it in here. Um, But if you want to contact us, if you want to like products, services, and things like that, all of those things will be mentioned in our link trees. Take a gander after the episode, during the episode, however you want to do. But, neither here nor there, but I've been trying to focus on rest, and we talked about it last week, where I mentioned the nap ministry, which I will try to link as well. Um, And I really did nothing this week. Like, when I say nothing, I purposely set out to do literally the bare minimum, and it felt good. It was a little bit weird the first couple days, (laughs) the first two or three days of it. By Wednesday, I had the groove, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I ain't doing shit." Like it's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a I love when you have those weeks, and I'm I feel like nothing. But I love because you're always like, I am mostly randomly busy on weekends. Like plans, just things just come up that all you're of a sudden the fun friend. You are the fun friend. I look at my calendar, and I'm just like. How am I booked and busy for the next like six Saturdays in a row? I don't know how. Because you're the fun friend. But you, you will just randomly have busy weeks and like just days on end where you're just like, nope, I gotta do this tomorrow. I gotta do this the next day. You should be busy like every day of the week. Listen. Sometimes. So vibes like I didn't do nothing like I when I tell you I did nothing I did nothing I literally did what was planned um what was necessary and the rest of it I did nothing um and it felt great and I think over this week and seeing how peaceful it was and how many naps I was able to take um and how much just relaxing and literally not worrying about anything felt great um I have decided to take a rest more rest paced summer um i have decided to just hit the snooze button and the chill button on some stuff um so that i could really get the rest that i needed because i think the fall is really going to go up um and i really need to get my rest for that um so yeah i'm not really going to be too busy this summer on purpose 
Um, I will continue to do my readings, you know, shameless plug here. I'm also a therapist. I will continue to see my clients, um, but I'm not really going to take on any more than I currently already have. And it sounds good coming out of my mouth, um, but we will see what shall happen. And I've decided that, like, I'm going to actively seek out rest this summer um, just because it's needed. I'm also going to try to get another vacation in. I think me and Kim will try to go to the beach or something. Um, I'm gonna try to see if I can link some friends up and we can go to the beach or something and stay overnight and just convalesce because I think like we talked about last week it was too much grind culture happening for me personally and I'm not into it you know as a Taurus we really like to take our time we really like to just luxuriate in the beauty of life and I do not feel like I was doing it like he said I was very busy constantly going to the next thing and not giving myself time to really appreciate the things that I have gotten to accomplish and take care of and do um, before I'm like on to the next thing. Okay, cool. We did that. All right, next. You know what I mean? I don't want right. to be like that this summer. I really want to luxuriate and, you know, all of the things. So that's the vibes for me. Um, I know, like, we didn't even know what we were going to talk about, but I, you know, had some shadow work done on myself. Um, and when I say shadow work, meaning just working on myself, and shadow work is never done for those of you who are really into the spiritual community. And that is the new buzzword, um, which means self-care, taking care of yourself, learning yourself and growing and, you know, integrating those darker parts of yourself is really what it is. And I know, and did some on my own. Um, this is another link. But if you're interested, um, I purchased these arch card type of cards. And I have to do it for you, friend. Because I didn't get to do it yet. Um, but it really like tells you about your personality and how you kind of operate in certain situations. And I kind of sat down with those cards and I was like, well, tell me where I need work at. You know what I mean? So if I'm going to do shadow work, okay, show me what I need to specifically work on. Mm-hmm. And baby, I got cussed out a little bit. You always get cussed out. And, and I'm going to tell you why. Uh, it was getting You be doing things that don't align with the true self of things you need to be doing. Get into it. Get into it, friend. This is why <laughs> he's my friend. Because he really can tell me about myself. And I'm sick of myself. And I really, you know, got into these cards. And I really was interested in what they had to say. A lot of it was um, situational. And I will continue to work on that. But one thing that brought up and I was interested in or I wanted to share with you guys was mothering and parenting. Um, And that's the topic we're actually going to talk about today. So, you know, in my own shadow work, you know, I had talked to myself, my higher self and higher self was like, listen, um, we have to get this mothering thing down because you're running out of time. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us don't like to be honest about where we struggle with in our parenting or how our parents struggled with us. And a part of my shadow work and a part of healing my personal, you know, lineage and my family is to really be honest about how I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. And what I think I'm doing right is not necessarily right or what I believe is easier or what I believe is best for myself may not always be right. Um, And I wanted to have that conversation and get really honest about that because I think not a lot of young parents are really into that. Like, the girls are giving no, this is the right way and this is the way that I want to do it. And 
I had to be honest with myself. And the cards, you know, my higher self said, no, sis, you know, you're not doing a terrible job, but these are things that you could be doing better. And you know that you could be doing them better. And we're going to need you to do it now. Because we don't want, you know, for God forbid your son to be 15 or 16, having a whole meltdown because you didn't get the what you were supposed to get when he was six or seven. You know what I mean? You didn't do those things. You didn't lay that foundation. So while you still can, please do it now. And I wanted to encourage parents to, you know, really sit in that if you're interested in that i do have a family healing shameless plug um <laughs> uh reading available it is we just gonna plug everything and if you're interested in what you could be better as a parent and you know what the, the aspects that need to be taken care of get into it because i got you but i wanted to be honest about that and i think i really don't know what i'm doing and you know i have a partner who has definitely been bringing awareness to that um, and I'm just like, okay, but what are you doing? You know what I mean? And trying to deflect. And now I have really understood and kind of saw what he's talking about. And I'm like, damn, he really was right. Hmm. So, but here, here is, I guess, I don't know. I don't want to say my issue, but kind of an issue um, is you don't know what you don't know, right? Get into it. Like when it comes down to parenting, no matter how many books, how many YouTube videos, how many whatevers you watch, you listen to, you read, it, everything is just made up at the cuff. And you are just hoping for that it that works. Hope that it works. And there are, there's, I don't want to say there's no, no person doing it right, but there's no person, there's no right way to do it. The yeah, right I agree way to do that. it is the way that you are hoping to continue to breathe life into, you know, all, all these kids. And it's just, it's hard to, I mean, and we've seen it. The parents oh, that are checked out, we've seen parents that not necessarily, they just aren't doing anything. Yeah. Like they, they don't think that they're doing anything. They're just not doing anything. And then there's the parents that are just constantly trying they don't know how to try because they've never had an example. So the things that you're doing with Cam are like the things that you believe are the true way you should be raising Cam. Yeah, into so bringing in, the, bringing in the other perspectives and having people's input on, you know, whatever, what have you, will now just be incorporated into the way that you parent. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, and I think that that really for me, I do want to also talk about single parenting um, because that's a an important part of the conversation. And I think that's where, again, young parents or parents who are single parents really struggle with accepting criticism, constructive criticism. I don't want to just say criticism because I think a lot of advice that's geared towards younger parents or single parents is very critical. It's not anything that's productive. And in my shadow work and in working with the cards in my higher self, it was pretty productive because she was like, listen, sis, I done told you, I done sent many messages to you. I don't understand why today is the day you decided (laughs) to open up and receive it. But girl, like, you know what I mean? It was, it, it was, it, it was something, it sparked something in me to want to change or want to make those changes now. Whereas before I was more defensive about it because there was a a point of maybe guilt, like this is secretly my fault. So I don't want nobody to, you know, further know how I'm fucking it up. You know what I mean? And Absolutely. not wanting, 
you know, people to give their opinion if they're not going to quote unquote help, because I know that was a lot of what was going on with my partner. Well, you want to tell me X, Y, Z, but you're not doing anything actively. So it's kind of like, okay, I get it. But at the same time, (laughs) okay. You know what I mean? Like what you keep saying X, Y, Z, but then you're not following through with it. And he's gotten better. So I am proud of him and his, his progress as well. But I think my own personal progress that I've had to make and come to a realization is, is that, when somebody brings something to you as far as your parenting, it doesn't always have to be something that you just say, well, fuck it, you're not helping, you don't live here, you don't know, you know, you don't know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Don't just cast it to the wayside because parents who have had children and have gotten to adulthood, they know how to do something. We ain't gonna say it was right, like you said, there's no right or wrong, real, for real, but you know what I mean? They've gotten their child to a certain point. Um, so maybe listening to it, even if, like you said, apply it, how it applies or how you can, if it doesn't just let it go. Um, and I wanted to bring awareness to that for myself to free myself in a a public way, which I've always done um, with my YouTube channel too. Um, and really just letting people know, like, I can tell you how to parent because I have, you know, we, me and him, we have clinical or, um, evidence-based knowledge on, you know, what's the best way to parent your child. But that again, practically speaking, does that always work? I mean, you're going to do baseline. You're going to do whatever you want to do with your kids. Get into the vibes. <laughs> like, we could get, we could give you every tool in the book. We could give you every piece of guidance and encouragement and not advice because we're not advice givers as therapists. Hello. Um, that you want or that we have, but if you at the end of the day, you're going to raise your kids how you want to raise your kids. Okay. So um, when people spanked kids and when we were younger, that's what they thought they needed to do to have a successful household. Yeah. The problem, the problem lies at, at a baseline, and I know I say that a lot, but that's my go-to, my baseline. Because everybody need to be there, but everybody ain't. So, you know, that's another conversation for another day. Okay. Um, At a baseline, you have to break everything down. So you have to break parenting down. You have to break relationships down. You got to break everything down. So when it comes to parenting, you have to look at how your personal elements are playing into it, how your relationship with your child is playing into it, and then how your child's elements are playing into it. These are these are three separate processes that are working all within one construct, and you have to be mindful of all of them. Yeah, and then you have because to if not, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. I cut you off for no reason. I was just saying, like, <laughs> if not, then it's gonna be it's gonna be a constant struggle because you're not gonna realize all of the things that are playing into it. You can't just think you're following a recipe and not realize, oh, fresh basil is not going to taste the same as dry basil and just think, it'll be fine. I'm going to just use it when that's not what it called for. So if you're not going to pay attention to it, if you're not going to hone in on what's really needed, then don't do it. Oh, you know what, friend? You just spoke a word into my spirit, and I just want to thank you on this Sunday, okay? Because that was a word. Because the girls, let me get into the girls, okay? Yes. I won't even say girls because I don't want to make it because fathers mess up too. Um, 
but that like you said that changing little things in your mind you're thinking oh that's not a problem that's cool it's it's the same thing same difference and right. then when you get the end result and it's not the same difference beloved um you and can't you get mad at people you get what I'm saying? And you can't yeah. get mad and get defensive when somebody brings attention to the fact that that dry basil was not fresh basil and that's not how you make it. You know what well, I mean? Like, you, well. you can't, you kind of can't make substitutions and then get upset when the end result is different. Um, and baby, that hit me in my spirit because that really speaks to parenting. Parenting is an essential, in, in its essence, a recipe and you are making this adult. Yep. Not a baby, but an adult. And if, and if you don't do you know use the right recipes, not right recipes, but if you don't use the right tools, mediums, mm-hmm. ingredients, you you know what I mean. That's a little bit of the accountability and responsibility that I personally have to face down. That if I don't do the right things, where I skip steps because I'm a, a step skipper, um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, if I skip those things, <laughs> that damn you know I might end up with something super super challenging and I wanted to again like I said bring that awareness because I don't feel like we talk about that enough I think a lot of it is based in a relationship part of parenting where it's like well the dad's not here the mom's not here and that you know it's single parenting in an s in essence you know I mean that's what we focus on we don't focus on the, the the little things that make up the actual parenting is what you need to be doing with the child or you and this person need to be doing with the child is very much based in how you feel about the parent, their skills, but not enough about, you know, what you are actually doing. That's the conversations that I see online. And I steer away from working with children and even talking about children because I know how sensitive I am about mine and I'll fight somebody. So I just, I don't, I have really limited the amount of access that people have to my parenting um, and or my child because of that but I know that now that's not you know what needs to be done I need to be a little bit more open and you know really taking the village aspect which I do um, but being more acceptable to that and I've been working on that personally that's a part of the shadow work that I've been working on but now just adding incorporating you know taking into account what people have to say um, is going to further grow my relationship with Cameron and make you know our situation better and Cam is getting to the age where um, I'll babysit now. He's he like, I'm with it. It's a vibe. <laughs> <laughs> he got like a year more to go, but he's getting closer. Yeah, you know, I, don't, I don't need blame Date nights where uh, you could drop him off over here. Cute. I love it here. I love when the village steps up. Um, no, but I, <laughs> I love the people that I have around my son, and I think it's important because his father is not involved. Um, that he does have positive role models that really love and care about him and they pour positivity into him and that's the importance for me um, in that aspect especially when you you have an absent parent whether it's a mom or a dad finding the person of the same sex that's positive and that's going to oh you cut off sorry that was my brother Uh, he called me I'll call him back when I get done um but like I was saying, that can pour into your child and, and give them the role model that they need or the, you know, what they need um, that they may not get from the parent that is absent. And I am blessed to have very, 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 very good role models for my son. And he does not want for anything. So 
Um, I've been blessed in that way with the village in that way. But again, just taking in the other things because I don't see enough of that online where it's like, well, parents or, you know, people might suggest, oh, do this with your child or do that. And then everybody's like, no, I'm not doing that. Or, oh, I'm sick of people trying to tell me what to do with my child. And I'm just like, oh, so unsolicited advice, unnecessary. But at the same time, if they see you slipping or they see you falling and you can't see it, and a lot of times we can't see it, um, and, you know, you got to allow people in. Okay, friends? And and I just, I have two thoughts. One, to go back to my recipe analogy. Because I also don't want to make it seem like we are um, blaming anyone right. for not having the right tools because sometimes you know there are some families that are given every tool in the book they, right. they have every support system they have every family member involved they have every member of the village doing things like they have everything right so they got the full they got the full Gordon Ramsay recipe book when they have a baby. Okay. The then we have other families that all they were given was a recipe on the back of the Chef Boy R D can. Okay, they were just given the tools. They wasn't even really given no instructions. Um and some families, like you said, do come with instructions or they come with a specific set of tools or resources that they can use. And some of us just literally got the tools to make the situation happen, but didn't get nothing else. Correct. Some of some of us, some of y'all, some of everyone has, you know, basic. They say you need meat, sauce, noodles, cheese. That's it. You don't know where to go. You don't know what to do. You don't know how to get it. You don't know nothing. Then, like I said, everyone else has everything. So some people literally are creating this from nothing. Get into and it. They have to be just as respected as the people that were given the whole cookbook when they had babies. Okay, and then the whole cookbook, just also too for the people for the underdogs book. Um, you guys are magical. You know what I mean? Correct. And that resilience that, that you got because you thinking this out of you thinking this out of thin air, baby. You resilient. <laughs> um, but not everybody want to be resilient. That's another conversation no. we'll talk about. But um, yeah. we just wanted to let you know that we see you. This is not to come at people who don't have parents or like you said, didn't receive all the things that they could have received in order for parenting to be easier for them. Um, It's not like we want to come down on you, but again, accepting help when it's needed. No, getting help that's, you know, when it's needed. Don't just be like, fucking nobody gave it to me. I'm not asking. You know what I mean? Don't do that. You know what I mean? Ask for help if you need it. And again, I know I talked about, kind of talked about my experience last time. Like likewise, but I grew up with like a pretty nuclear family. Um, and for those that don't know that term, it's just I had a mom and a dad and a brother <clears throat> and me, and we were you know living, existing, and at the time I thought thriving because I was young and didn't know a thing. <laughs> and <laughs> And That's I a whole other conversation, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm like, mental noting. Mental noting. <laughs> <laughs> and it just, I, everything that I thought was normal, like I came across, I'm shifting gears when I'm going to come back. I came across a TikTok about um, struggle meals. 
and they were reading struggling. And I just want to let y'all know, I didn't realize that half the things that are considered struggle meals are struggle meals because I still eat them today. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, you can fry me up a hot dog with some baked okay. beans and the vibes will be gotten as they saying. were gotten at I six. will gladly okay. sometimes go get a can of Chef Boyardee and keep it pushing. But that's not the point. So my analogy is I had this nuclear family. We always they were, we always had tuna fish. We always had fried chicken, spaghetti, um, hamburger helper, uh, peanut butter and jelly, all these all these things, and we were fine. It was it was cool. So then, fast forward, divorce, new family, new family dynamics. I was still pretty young, so like I was able to kind of have an advantage, and now. You would think that my mom is on the Food Network. If Get you into saw, it. And you will see my you'll see my parents' kitchen because they'll be there. But like, if you saw my parents' kitchen, you would know that like these are the same people, but now they have different opportunities. They have so different they have tools. Different, they have different tools. They have different growth. They had different growth opportunities once they got out of the situation that they were in. That was all my analogy was trying to be. I just gave y'all a whole backstory. It was a vibe, though. It was a vibe. And (laughs) it brought up what I wanted to talk about or in this kind of section on so we could get to the questions was trauma responses. A lot of Mm -hmm. my parenting thus far has been based in trauma responses. Um, As somebody who is a self-healer who has been healing and consistently healing, not like I'm not ever going to say, oh, yeah, I got over that. Um, because just because I have it on lock right now don't mean that two weeks from now or I won't get triggered or something. I can still be very easily triggered as well. A lot of my parenting thus far has been out of trauma responses um, just by the simple fact of being a single parent and not necessarily wanting that for myself. Um, I come from a single parent or also not having a father and passing that on to my child. So a lot of that is based in trauma, a lot of the responses that I have. Um, and then also too, at my parenting and one of the things that came up with smothering, I do a lot of stuff for my son that I probably shouldn't be doing anymore. Um, just because for one, it's easier and for two, I never had somebody do that for me. So I think a lot of parenting or a lot of young parents who struggle with parenting or having that smothering aspect where they want to do everything for their child is coming out of a trauma response and not wanting their child to feel like nobody cares or nobody would do that for them. You know what I mean? And I really had to sit down with myself and be like, yo, you got to get yourself together, sis. Because it's not it. This is not it. And I think you mentioning struggle meals and having to have those same experiences where not knowing how poor you were um, or not knowing how like fucked up shit is low key um, and how that really impacts you as a parent. So before we like go to the next part, what are some of the things that you want? Because you don't have any children. Stefan is childless. God bless him. Um, I'm blessed. So... <laughs> I'm blessed. Not he only with he not don't have any kids. So I what is what do you blessed. what do you want to impart on your future children? What do you want them to learn oh, or see, from me, you? I will impart on my future nephews. I mean, well, no, I have current nephews. <laughs> but future ones eventually come up. Um, I don't necessarily know 
if I will impart certain things on them, I just want them to know that like I'm open, I'm here, I'm one of the most supportive people that they could have, even if they don't have they don't get to see it all the time. Um, I don't want kids. So. Ooh, get into it. Come on, friend. <laughs> There's a place where you can be honest and we ain't gonna judge you. We not. I was gonna represent anyone of any age that knows from every age that they have no desire to have kids. Get into and it. And I think it's important for if you don't want to have kids, don't have kids. Like, don't let anybody talk you into having kids. Don't let anybody guilt you into having kids. <laughs> like you don't need them. The world has plenty. Okay. So if you want to live your life in whatever way you want to live it, do that. But just know that you still need to have support. You still need to have a village because as much as these kids are still being raised, you are also still being raised. Woo, baby. That's another know. episode. Inner child episode coming soon. <laughs> so that is that is what I will impart to the kids and the inner kids that are here now and that will come to eventually hear this. I love that. And I also personally just wanted to answer the question too, before we do like an ending question. Um, I personally have decided to go on a mission this summer with my son to teach him all the little things that I have been avoiding or just really know how to teach somebody. Um, Because I think those things are the things that the kids are missing now. Like, you know, tying your shoe, that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, because those things really matter. It, it's of autonomy, independence, and it really helps with your self-esteem. It really helps you feel independent and in making, you know, feeling comfortable with decision-making and things like that and trusting yourself. And when we as parents take that away from them, whether it's because it's laziness, we just don't know how to do it, um, nobody told us, you know, all of those kinds of excuses, it's not fair. And I think that... That I keep saying I want to do, but I have not done. I have made like a conscious effort to make those things happen. Snapping. That's another thing. I think we talked about that before. Like teaching your child how to snap. It's like super little or how to button a button. Well, Cam knows all that. But um, those little things I think we're missing in this generation. Everybody's so rushed to like, here's a tablet. Um, I am a tablet mom, so no judgment. But, you know, we're rushing, (laughs) you know, to those types of things and I don't you know want that for Cameron I want you know him to be, have independence like he can make his own popcorn he can make some foods and stuff now but like that little stuff is the stuff that needs to be done um and we're gonna wrap that up this summer yeah. so I mean, um go ahead. on this only because <laughs> the moment you brought up snapping it is one of the things that my mom will probably remember forever but she has just this distinct memory of like teaching me to snap yeah. That just will randomly come up in conversation somehow. So those little things are important, not only for the kids, but like for you, because you get to make those memories. And, yeah. And then just, I don't know, the, the feeling you get from being successful at teaching another person something, regardless of if they're your kid or a friend or whomever, there's just a feeling that is unlike any other it is it's like really rewarding so I do my personal parenting goal for the summer is those little things because he needs to know them I also you know need to do better with those things and I just say oh I'm gonna do it and then he'll be like 20 and 
It's not done. <laughs> so let's get into that because that is my vibe. Um, so the question that I wanted to kind of end the episode on, because I know we were getting, so you guys kind of get to know us. And I think we left off on, um, if you could, what two animals would you combine and put together? Oh. It's a um, hybrid. What kind of hybrid animal are you making? Like just to exist out in the world or like Yeah, just to exist. Oh. Uh, um a zebra and a unicorn. Facts. I love it here. <laughs> it's giving what it was supposed to have gave. And I love that answer. Oh, me too. I love it. I love it here. Um, I would put together a liger, and I'm only saying that because I love Napoleon Dynamite. They, they exist, though. I don't even care, but that's, that's what I want to put together. <laughs> I want to put together a lion and a tiger, okay? Wanna, it's giving. Yes, because I have no imagination, no. Um, <laughs> I really want a liger because I am a huge fan of Napoleon Dynamite. Like I had the vote for Pedro T-shirt. I had the space boots. When I couldn't get into it, like yeah, I was a vibe. Okay, I didn't even know you at that you, point, but I know you had. You know, I was a vibe. So, um, yeah, vote for Pedro. Okay, thanks. Anyway, um, so the next question is, um, who is your hero? Oh my god, that's the perfect way to end the episode. I love it here. I have everyone is a hero. Like I just I feel like I have a support system the size of the Justice League. You do um, or the Avengers in for the Marvel fans out there, but I'm a DC fan, so I get into it. Get into it. Um yeah, I have different heroes that like cover different areas of what I need. So like my mom's my hero. Right. I, my dad's my hero. Um, my you're you're a hero. Shanika's a hero. Just you like everybody? Everybody. Everybody. You're everybody. You're like I can't even pick one. You're like I can't okay. even pick one. Um, <laughs> me, I have Obama's one. Obama's my hero, but not definitely. For yeah, because he was doing too much. Um, and nobody really talks about that. But that's neither here nor there. We won't even do that today. Um, <laughs> but this is not a political. Yeah, we're not going to have too much dip on our chip. Like, that's not our vibes. But I will say, um, my hero is my grandmother. My only Mm. living grandmother. Um, I love that lady so much. And she is my hero. I got a chance to talk to her the other day. Um, Definitely spend time with your grandparents if they're still living. I mean, I know y'all busy, myself included. But, you know, sometimes you just sit up there with them for 20 minutes. They really be telling you stuff that you need to know. And, you know, my grandmother, she had told me that she had picked cotton. And I said, you know what? It can't nobody else be my hero now. You got to be my hero. So, (laughs) you can't. You can't. In general? Or, like, like, just recently? No, not recently. But my grandmother um, is from, I'm sorry, South Carolina. And in her youth, she did pick cotton as a little baby, like a three or four-year-old. And she had her share that with me, let me further know that, I'm not bitch made and there's nothing you can do about it. So <laughs> she is my hero. Um, she will forever be my hero. She was always my hero. But to again have that exchange and be able to talk to her still and just to know somebody who physically um 
I have direct ties to sharecropping. Like it's it's crazy. And she's still living in 2021 and very, you know, healthy and with it. Um, that she can share these stories. Like, you know, we have our own personal heroes. I definitely have my um somebody who's not my family. Um, I really, really look up to and love Michelle Obama. I think a lot of women do. Um, but yes. I absolutely love Michelle Obama, despite, you know, their whole situation. She is giving the girls what the girls need to have gave. And, you know, she is black girl magic. Mm-hmm. And she gives me all that I need. And that's like a, you know, basic answer. But I really love her. And I also love Maxine Waters. And a lot of people think she be having too much dip on her chip. But she's out here. So just mm-hmm. in case you need to know. Um, oh, my God. This was such a perfect way to end the episode, especially because we were talking about parenting. This part two episode because we couldn't get to everything. Um, in this one but we absolutely love you guys and appreciate you guys for listening um, y'all are the bomb.com so with that being said um, check the description for our link trees as well as hopefully a link to the nap ministry this week please you know go follow and support that young woman he's out here doing the work of God okay the and work of God find, I'm gonna have to find I came across a positive parenting TikTok Oh, come um, on. So we need the link. I personally so need the link. <laughs> I'm going to. I, I mean, it's, it is informative. Who said I, I personally need, need the link? No, no, that's not for nobody else but me. <laughs> I don't know who genuinely like needs it, but I, I think everyone needs it. She's amazing, and I've only seen two of her videos. Yeah, so please um, so. make sure you send me the link. Um, This will go up tomorrow, which is Monday. We always post on Mondays. Um, and you can check that out on our respective social medias. Links will be in the description. We love you guys, and we will absolutely positively see you the next time because I'm not going to say next week. It probably will be next week, but you know, I'm not even trying to get y'all in the flow of <laughs> when yeah. these is going to drop because you know the vibes. Um, but we will be back, um, and we will yeah. see you guys next time, and have a great week. Bye. Bye.